Hey everyone, welcome to Remap. My name is Jared, and today we're jumping back into the world of Persona with Persona 5 Strikers. Now, Strikers is a unique game in that it's sort of a sequel, but not really. It picks up where Persona 5 ended, but it features a completely separate and different combat system. The regular Persona team at P-Studio worked with the developer Omega Force to introduce Dynasty Warriors-style gameplay into the Persona series. And for those unaware, Dynasty Warriors-style combat is real-time hack-and-slash gameplay where you can be fighting a hundred enemies at once, you know, completely different from the turn-based combat in Persona 5. But with that background out of the way, as always, before we get started, these are my opinions and mine alone. So, the first thing that I realized when I started playing Strikers was just how biased I was. You know, there's there's really two separate reviews I can write for this game. One as a fan of the original Persona 5, which is my favorite game of all time between that and Royal, and one as someone who hasn't played P5 and just saw Strikers and said, "Hey, I'm going to try this out. And I know there are Dynasty Warriors fans out there that definitely fall into the second bucket. So as I go through this review, I'm going to try and keep an open mind, you know, between being a Persona 5 fan and, you know, someone that's saying, what in the world is Persona 5? And I'm going to have two scores at the end to showcase this. But starting off with the visuals, if I'm being honest, I was pretty disappointed by them. I played the game on the PlayStation 5, and I had terrible aliasing on the character models. These are the dark black lines around the character models. You know, if you go into Photoshop and you try to get the background out, and you just have this, you know, awkward line around a character, for some reason, it was just everywhere on every character. Very, very frustrating to see. You know, it really made the game look dated, which is not something I should be saying about a game that was released in in the U.S. in 2021, okay? Even though it was a, a Japan release in 2020, this should still not look this bad. And the environments, they, they look more like PlayStation 3 renders. I mean, these look just very, very similar to the original Persona 5 backgrounds and i mean that game was on the playstation 3 when it came out so the the art style is great it's the nice persona 5 art style but that can only take you so far and i really just wanted the aliasing issue fixed if that was fixed i would be a lot kinder on it in this department but fortunately the frame rate was at a consistent 60 fps and i don't recall a single crash or stutter loading times were quick that at least functioned very well And the combat did take a while to get used to, and I still don't think I'm completely used to it. You know, going from turn-based to hack-and-slash is just about the biggest change you can get. But I do see the allure of some of this gameplay, because in the larger fights where it was just wave after wave and just hordes of enemies coming at me, it was really fun getting into a rhythm, switching between characters, personas, and I could see why people would enjoy this. It, it, Unfortunately, though, these moments were few and far between because most of the time I was just fighting small pockets of enemies over and over again where you never have the chance to get into a rhythm. You know, it's go up to a person, fight him for 15 seconds, go to the next group of people, fight him for 15 seconds. 
it was those longer engagements of a minute plus that I started to, okay, get in the groove a little bit. But I will admit some of these failings may have been due to me playing the game on easy, but the difficulty options really didn't feel balanced to me. I don't know if I'm just bad at the game, but normal offered a, a fairly strong challenge, and I can't imagine how bad hard was. You know, this this really felt like a game where you actually had to, you know, practice and grind up certain stats um, to progress farther on normal or hard difficulties. And it got to a point where I just wanted to see the story, so I just bumped it down to easy and blew through it, which easy was way too easy. I do wish there was a, you know, easy to normal mode, or maybe five difficulty options instead of three. To give me a little bit of a challenge, but I had no interest in grinding up stats. And the story is the big area where there are two distinct viewpoints. And I'm going to keep this spoiler free, but to me at least, Persona 5 Strikers has the assumption that you played Persona 5. There is not a recap of the events of Persona 5, but Strikers picks up with the same characters only a few months after the events of the first game. And this made it an awesome, natural-feeling experience for me. But if you haven't played P5, you are going to have absolutely no idea what is going on. You know, the, the characters, they reference the events of the past game, but unless you've played it, you know, they, they don't give enough information for you to piece together all of the events. You'll get bits and pieces and you'll, you know, form some opinions. But if you haven't played Persona 5, you're going to have no clue what's going on. It's sort of like watching Avengers Endgame as your first Marvel movie. Like, there is a story. There are characters. You know, you're going to see a little bit of development. You'll learn about some things. But you're going to miss all the development all the context, all the details, and it is not going to be nearly as good of an experience if you've just seen five to ten of the previous Marvel movies, not even all 20. And the problem with this whole thing is Persona 5 is such a large, complex game that I don't know how they would explain it in a concise manner. You know, back to that Marvel analogy, it's sort of like needing to watch all 20 MCU movies before Endgame. Like, if you haven't watched all 20, a 15-minute recap is not going to give you enough detail. But as someone who enjoyed Persona 5 very much, I, I had a fun time with the Striker story. You know, not because it was deep and complex. It actually has the exact same themes as Persona 5. But it it just works. I mean, it's a feel-good game where the characters band together to you know, fight the bad guys, make the world a better place, and stand up for themselves. And sometimes, you know, the simplest themes can be the most impactful. You know, you don't have to have a, a deeply um, you know, nuanced 20 different layers. Oh, how is this character? No, sometimes it's, hey, you know, stand up for yourself, fight back against evil, and you can just have a great time. And these characters were all brought to life with some excellent voice acting that makes Strikers feel like a legitimate extension of the Persona 5 story. Because, again, I experienced these characters' growth in Persona 5. So Strikers didn't have to spend all this time redeveloping the characters. They could just plop me right in the story and run with it. 
Now, if you watched my Persona 5 Royal review, you would know how I feel about the Persona 5 soundtrack. It is, in my opinion, the greatest soundtrack in gaming. So it's safe to say that my expectations were pretty high for Strikers. And while Strikers is a much shorter game, it it took me about 26 hours, which is a quarter of the length of Persona 5, and reuses plenty of tracks from 5 and remixes a handful of them, the highs that Strikers hits in the soundtrack department are just as awesome as I hoped. You know, Axe to Grind and You Are Stronger have earned a seat at the table, and I consider them part of the overall Persona 5 soundtrack between the base game, Royal, and Strikers. But at the end of the day, it's just such a niche game. You know, because if you're not a Persona 5 fan, I cannot recommend Strikers. You know, listening to my review, the only strong endorsements I have are, oh, you know, the characters, the story, the soundtrack. Well, if you haven't played Persona 5, all you're going to get is some music, okay? And you can just look up the music on Spotify or Apple Music. You don't need to buy the game to just get the music. So my score for people that haven't played Persona 5 is, is it's a D. It's a strong D. There's just nothing here for you. But... Strikers is is just lacking visually. It, it's got combat that takes some getting used to. And again, if you haven't played Persona 5, the story is completely nonsensical. But for people that have played and love Persona 5, Strikers, I'm going to give it a B-. You know, it's, it's still a poor graphical performance with combat I just feel okay about. But the story and the characters drag it across the finish line and make it worth a playthrough. But that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. You've been listening to Remap, the gaming podcast. My name is Jared, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.